0: You are listening to a fusion of entertainment and sexy conversation, the Priory Society podcast. Hey, sexy people. Welcome back to the podcast. It's time to give you the four reasons why swingers should always get hotel rooms with two beds when they have play dates. New swingers don't know any better, so they only get one bed. And seasoned lifestylers continue to do what they've always done with no innovation. There's a better way to do your swaps, and today you'll learn it. We're going to give you four teaching points that will help you enjoy your full swaps and other experiences at a greater level. When you apply these lessons, your swinger friends will thank you too. Welcome to the Priory Society. This Sexy Lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Let's go. Welcome to the Priory Society Podcast, everybody. This is Isis, and next to me is a perverted guy named Eros. He's my husband.
1: That's right. Cheers, mi amor. Cheers, chiquita. Mm
0: -hmm. Salud. Te
1: amo bonita. I
0: love you too. Mm -hmm.
1: Welcome, sexies. I'd like to give you guys a big shout out, especially to our three loyal listeners (laughs) who have been with us since the very, very beginning.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And to all of you guys who have found us recently, thank you for tuning in. And we've seen a nice spike in downloads over the past six months and Mm -hmm. keeps us very, very happy that it's growing nice and steady. And we appreciate every one of you guys.
0: Absolutely. We definitely want you to know that We appreciate you tuning in, sharing the love, making sure your friends give us a listen, too, because when everybody's a little better educated, it elevates the lifestyle experience for everyone. Yeah, for us all. Absolutely. By the way, we wanted to mention that we have a companion blog post to this episode. It's on our website. So in case you guys want to read a nice condensed version, just go to our website, priorysociety.com, click blog and scroll down to find the title Why swingers need two beds. It's really easy. It's helpful if you guys don't have headphones and you can't listen through your speaker. Yeah, you may be at work. Yeah.
1: Can't be listening in. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Or maybe some of you just prefer to read. Yeah. (laughs) Like actually like to read. Old school. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Exactly. Now, before we get to the four learning lessons, we know that there are some of you who read the title of this episode and probably said, Oh, hell no. There is no way that I'm separating from my spouse for a swap right. on two different beds. Not going to happen ever. Right. All right. Well, if you said something like that, we invite you to just listen to the episode in its entirety before you make up your mind a hundred percent, because you might, <laughs> I think you're going to get some solid learning nuggets yeah. throughout the episode. So just keep an open
1: mind. Why do guys. you say nuggets? I don't know. <laughs> that reminds me of you on the toilet
0: that's what Especially they look like. Especially you with
1: your new special cleanse you're doing with the distilled water, oh dude. Oh my
0: God, distilled water. It's good, huh? It's amazing. Yeah. You guys should try it.
1: <laughs> I hear a fart and then I just hear distilled. Distilled.
0: <laughs> it's not me. It's distilled. It's the distilled.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Listen, if you guys, I think, okay, well, let me back up for a second. I think what my lady is trying to say is that we realize that some of you guys, you love to play on one bed and that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of you guys absolutely enjoy the puppy pile.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Sweaty bodies, all Mm -hmm. naked, piled up together, Mm -hmm. reaching out, touching somebody, and all that good stuff, right? Just being in a group, in close contact. Right. So we recognize that, and we're aware of you guys. Nobody is going to try to separate you. We're not going to try to change your mind or your play style. Yeah. More than anything, this is just a concept in real estate. You guys know we work in real estate. That's our Mm -hmm. background, commercial real estate. Yeah. Yeah. And you can use this knowledge to give your guests an option to be just a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. That's all.
0: Well, that's right. And if your guests are comfortable and they have an amazing time, they just may want to be your friends with benefits. And that's what people in the lifestyle tell us they're looking for all the time. Fuck buddies. Yeah. yeah. Regular fuck buddies, right? We call it a go-to couple. Yeah. A couple that you can call and say, hey, you guys free on Saturday? Right. Perfect. Come over. Let's fuck.
1: Let's fuck. You know? <laughs> Come on over. Let's have drinks. Let's hit the hot tub.
0: Yeah, let's, let's do it. Fuck, let's just get to it. Let's fucking skip the condoms this time. Dang. <laughs> You're just kidding. Oh, man. It's just great when you have that go to couple that you can play with over and over again. You don't have to do the screening process. You don't have to vet people all the time or go through the courting phase and all that. You don't have to deal with all the extra bullshit, right? It's exhausting. But the secret to having more success with couples in the lifestyle and turning those relationships from the first date into friends with benefits is that your flexibility factor has to be amazing. Now, we're going to explain what that means a little bit later. I'll have my husband pull out the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary Mm -hmm. later on in the episode. But right now, we just want to get into the four learning lessons so we can get to the meat right away.
1: Well, let me build a little value for the flexibility factor. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. But Mm -hmm. if a couple likes you guys and they think you're hot, but swapping with you becomes awkward or a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. they may not see you guys again. Right. They won't see you for a second date. And you'll wonder, dude, what happened? Everything was great. They were happy. They sent us a follow-up message. Everything was awesome. Why haven't we heard from them? It's because maybe they loved everything about you, but something with the play session you guys had yeah. made it not so great. Correct. And so being comfortable and having a larger play space with two beds Makes mm-hmm. everything more amazing.
0: Absolutely. Now those sexy friends can just very well become that go-to couple that you've been yeah. dreaming about, fuck, right? Yeah, fuck buddies. Exactly.
1: Those are the best.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's awesome. No screening. I know. No bullshit. You don't have
1: to screen people. You don't have to go through the questions. Mm-hmm. Hey, so what are you guys into? What hey. do you like? Yeah, you know? where are you guys? Uh, how long you been? It's like, dude, yeah. just have your woman lay down, dude.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's just let's just let's get through this. Let's talk after.
0: Right. (laughs) Let's fuck first and talk later. Um, Actually, there's just one more thing I want to mention before we get into the learning lessons. Okay. I do want to say that this episode is especially important if you guys cannot entertain sexy friends at home. You know, a lot of people can't do that. I mean, we know many of you have to arrange play dates at hotels, which a lot of people do. So not everybody has that luxury to invite people over and host sexy couples at your place. Right. Us, for example, we can't host at our place. I mean, we have the perfect setup, but we also have a full house, Man. two kids, nannies, staff. So, and at any given night, we're going to have to get rid of six or eight people. And we have
1: cameras everywhere. So, a yeah. couple's going to look around and say, fuck,
0: oh, shit. what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Are we on OnlyFans? No. <laughs>
1: what's, what's up with all these cameras, yeah, dude? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Fucking motion
1: sensors. What the fuck?
0: No, just security. That's all. Yeah. Anyway, so bringing a couple over is not an option for us. Now we have to get hotel rooms for our naughty dates and we're fine with that. But we also know that many of you guys, our listeners, are in the same position. Yeah. So let's get this thing started with the main topic and discuss the four learning lessons. Let's go, homie. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, sweetie, how do your motorcycle friends say let's go when they're ready to get moving? The Harley guys? Yeah, the guys from Thrashing.
1: Let her eat and send it in deep. (laughs)
0: Okay, it's time to let her eat and send it in deep.
1: Also, give it the beans. Okay. (laughs) Give her the beans. Dang.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, here are the four reasons why swingers should always reserve hotel rooms with two beds. I'm going to list all four and then we'll break them down one at a time. The first one is space. Number two is pacing. Three is wet spot. And four is shy peen. So let's start with the first one, which is space. Now, the high concept here is that when you have more play space with two beds, it becomes a more comfortable experience. Now, you guys know for fully grown adults on one bed, it just can be really tight, really cramped. I mean, one queen or one king bed is only designed to be comfortable for one or two people, not four. It's All right. Sweaty and
1: uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. With four people in a tight space.
0: Exactly. And not everybody loves to be in a big pile of bodies right. when they're in a play session.
1: No, I don't want to be bad breath distance to anybody. Dang. <laughs> Especially to another guy. I know. A beer.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Or sweet drink. How's like my coke? wife's
1: pussy taste? <laughs>
0: yeah. What
1: yeah. did you say your name
0: was? Isn't she great?
1: <sighs> Eros. What's your last name? Stop it. <laughs> Here, uh, I just sucked my wife's pussy. Now you taste it. Dang. Look how sweet it is. <laughs> no, your saliva's there. I, I don't want to eat that shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yes, four adults on one bed is very cramped, but also consider this. What if your friends, the sexy couple you're meeting up with, they've had a recent surgery or an injury and they're still in the recovery process. Now, I don't think they would do anything unsafe for their bodies by meeting you, but they could still be in a phase where they might have a little pain or discomfort. You know, people have mommy makeovers, tummy tucks, boob jobs.
1: They're not going to tell you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't tell people, hey, I just had a surgical procedure. We almost didn't show up tonight. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's non-sexy talk. You're right. And if they're uncomfortable during play, hmm because of their procedure or their recovery, yeah, they're also not going to tell you. They're just not going to see you again if you make them uncomfortable.
0: That's right. And you will never know why. Right. Okay. So we ran into this on our last two Vegas trips. You guys remember that one of our trips was a slot tournament at Caesars. Now, during that trip, we met with a sexy couple and the woman told us that she'd had a full hip replacement. Now, this all came up after we finished swapping for the first round.
1: Man, I felt guilty. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I shouldn't have pinned her legs yeah. back
0: like that. Extreme shit. Well, you know, I didn't notice anything funny about her gait or the way she was moving. Right. She didn't look uncomfortable when we met. So after we swapped for the first round, she explained it, that it was difficult for her to sit on top of my husband right. and ride his dick with her hips flared out. She couldn't
1: twerk it. Exactly. Yeah, And yeah. she wanted to change positions right away. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't question it.
0: No, you're like, this is great.
1: But it made sense. Yeah. She was further into her recovery, mm-hmm. but if it was more of a recent thing, yeah, it, she may have been experiencing pain.
0: She could have known like, okay, well, I'm in this position. This is my limit. So you know? this
1: is what my wife is saying. Yeah. You guys don't know what people are dealing with physically. Mm-hmm. So just be compassionate. We're going to get to that in just a minute. We're going to elaborate on that yes. part, but just realize that there are some people experiencing issues with their body.
0: That's right. On another Vegas trip, there was no slot event, but. My host just wanted to keep her job, so she yeah. invited us back. We you talked know. about that, yeah, Another yeah. other episode. <laughs> right. Offered us a bunch of free food, free yeah. credit, free room, free play, tickets to David Copperfield. Get yep. got us into the show. That yeah. was great. So we really kept busy on that trip, but we still made time to meet up with a sexy couple. And that hottie girl had told us that she just had a recent knee replacement.
1: Titanium or some shit. Yeah,
0: like a new titanium She's knee. She's a golfer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like semi-pro. She's really good.
0: Very athletic. Great body. Very fit. (laughs) So she
1: couldn't do certain things.
0: Exactly. So she, like her incision was all sealed and everything yeah. was fine. She could walk and do all that. But being doggy style, putting pressure right. on her knee, right. that wasn't comfortable.
1: Even standing up and me getting her from behind, I was having her spread her legs open yes. so I could reach her. She was right. a tall white girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay,
1: I can't reach, baby. I need
0: to get in there and <laughs> yeah. get that angle. And <laughs> um, She
1: was complaining a little bit too. She kept twisting her leg a little she bit. She
0: kept moving, yeah. But she yeah, didn't yeah. say
1: shit until afterward. Right? Exactly. Yeah, but then we changed stuff around, mm-hmm. made it as enjoyable as possible
0: and right. she had actually told us she was very happy that we had two beds in our room yeah. because that allowed her to stretch her leg out, right. move when she wanted to and be right. able to focus on her play with you right. without worrying about being cramped or uncomfortable because her range of motion was still kind of a little bit fucked but she was just really happy that we had two beds. Right. So you guys want to be able to enjoy, you know, several different positions during your swaps without your swap partner and you being uncomfortable. And if you have two beds, you have more room to spread around. And everybody yeah. can be comfy.
1: Well, one bed is good if you guys are all midgets. Dang. <laughs> What's the PC title? I don't want to get fucking trouble here. I
0: believe it's little people.
1: Little people. Yeah. If you're all little people, you're going to be fine, dude, on one twin bed. Fuck it. Yeah. You'll be fine. Put a wrestling ring on it.
0: You know, babe. Put some ropes. You want to wrestle? <laughs> yeah.
1: Forgive me, everybody. I don't know what the proper word is, but you just asked me if I wanted to wrestle. I did. But if I'm with a thicker girl, I may have to wrestle with her.
0: Like for real. That
1: to kind of get her body in proper place, maybe put her knee here and there. (laughs) You know, Uh I've had a girl get me in a leg guard position, jujitsu position, really strong legs. Mm -hmm. And if you're a typical guy, you're 5'8, 6'2, hairy legs, big feet, size (laughs) 11 feet. You need to get the fuck away from me dude. on one bed. I know you get the guy next to me. Yeah, that's no bueno, dude. I'm not homophobic, but it's not my preference to have another man's fucking hairy leg rubbing on my feet or on my leg or my quads. And I'm trying to focus on fucking his hottie.
0: Yeah, no, you need to be able to do your thing. And she wants you to focus, too. I find that a lot of the women, they want their own space, too. From their husband, That's like right. when they're with you and they're like, oh, I just, you know, they don't want the extra attention from him. Right. They just want to do their thing with you. I, I see. I respect that.
1: Very, very often. I see the woman getting very annoyed mm. that the husband keeps approaching her for yeah. a touch point or right. for a kiss. I see the woman saying with her face, get the fuck away from me. Exactly. Married to your ass for 20 yeah. fucking years. <laughs> right. Let me enjoy a moment here.
0: Try something new, man. Yeah,
1: That's what we're thinking, too.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. So one last thing about space is you need to think of all the heat that four bodies in motion are going to produce during a full swab. Right. I can tell you right now, if I get hot and I start sweating, I'll get turned off. I don't like it. Me too. I start to feel gross. I worry about being fresh. You know, I had taken a shower. I did my triple rinse. Right. And the guy, maybe he wants to fuck and then go back down on me and start eating me out again. And guys like to do that. And I'm like, I don't want to eat my pussy if I'm sweaty and funky. So Or armpits. Or armpits. If your armpits feel sweaty,
1: you start feeling gross.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, not just me, but my husband too. If he gets overheated, it's a boner killer.
1: Yeah. 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 If I get sweaty, my boner definitely suffers. Mm -hmm. And it happens to a lot of dudes. Yes. It happened with us recently. Remember the couple, sweetie, in Santa Monica? Mm-hmm. before our Mexico trip? Yeah. The guy he was a bodybuilder type.
0: Yeah. Body <laughs> ran really hot. I know. He
1: had a hard time coming. He did. He was totally into it. I could tell he was fucking having a great time. Oh, yeah. But he was drenched. He was sweating, dripping. I know. And you told me it was also a little gross. He kept dripping on you a little bit.
0: He did. And he got self-conscious about it. But I was happy. My boo. Fuck this pretty brunette white girl, like hottie. I mean, yeah, dude. You know, she was milfy.
1: Oh my goodness, she's a teacher. What's that actress that I told you she looks like?
0: Oh, Nev Campbell. Yeah, yes, the '90s TV star, hot, nice booty, lovely legs, just fit.
1: They work out together. Yeah, so they're. So you can imagine they're both fit, (laughs) like
0: meal prep and working out. Their hotel Um,
1: didn't have a proper AC. Exactly, they chose one of these boutique, fancy. Little places, bungalow style.
0: Yeah, and it was cute, but it was really hot in the room, and so the guy dripped sweat on me a couple times and got really self conscious about it. And
1: he kept saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I mean." Yeah, Yeah."
0: and then of course that's where his head was. Like he couldn't, you know, he got overheated, and then that was kind of it. So we actually ended up only doing one really good round that night,
1: like two hours. Yeah, (laughs) but it was crammed. Yes, we were all together. It was Mm -hmm. hot.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: Hey. Two beds would have solved that issue. We would have at least had more space.
0: That's right. Yeah, you know? we really like our own space, especially during swaps, so we can be comfortable. It's about spacing, man. Mm-hmm. And
1: yep. number one is very important because you guys have to remember that not everyone loves the orgy style of play. Correct. You may love it. Right. That may be your favorite. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of people out there, the people that we've met, these people love their own space. That's right. And if you insist on just one fucking bed. That might be an issue down the road with repeat play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People really do love to stretch out, change positions. I mean, if you have two beds, you can change positions frequently without worrying about kicking someone or elbowing someone or feeling like you're falling off the edge of the bed because you're concerned about the right. other people's space.
1: Or you start cramping because you're using all these new muscles that yes. you need to activate because not only are you in strange positions with a new couple that yeah. fucks a certain way, right. a girl might like her legs a certain way mm-hmm. that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of a sudden you find yourself keeping yourself up because you have to prop her up and you have nothing to lean on because you're at the edge. Yeah. And so that's what you get with one bed.
0: exactly. Right? Yep.
1: It's hot. It's great. We've had great times in one bed, but more beautiful times when we can spread out.
0: That's right. So having a room with two beds gives you that extra real estate and a larger play area.
1: Okay, episode's over. That should be enough.
0: I know, right? (laughs) Having more space, that (laughs) should really be enough. (laughs) But number two
1: is also very important, sweetie.
0: Yeah, number two is pacing. And no matter how new you are to the lifestyle, you should realize that everybody's got their own lovemaking style, their own fucking style. I mean, some guys just love to take their time, go slow, do oral for 20, 30 minutes or more. They love to make a woman come, Right. With just oral before they enter her.
1: Yeah. They feel like they're supreme lovers. Yes, by Exactly. Taking their time with yeah. oral.
0: They want to show and that's you know, what good lovers they are. And yeah, that's great. That's fine. But there are other guys that want to just fuck as soon as possible. Yeah. <clears throat> like my husband, arrows. <laughs> I know. That's right. I know. That's right, baby. <laughs> so the old
1: swinger couple from the South in the 1800s <laughs> yes, yes. gas lamps.
0: I know. That's right, honey. I know.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: So, cheers to my boo. (laughs) Salud.
1: (laughs) Hey, tell them what tequila this is.
0: Oh, we are drinking key tequila. I used to say qui because it's spelled q u i. Yeah, (laughs) but then I realized I was corrected, and it's key.
1: It's called the Platinum Tequila, which means Mm -hmm. it's super añejo. Yeah, super good. Right, but it's been filtered again, so it's clear. That's right. Ahadi introduced us to this tequila.
0: That's right.
1: One of our favorite separate room couples. Yes. She brought it on one of our dates.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not this bottle, but a bottle just like Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> And we- yeah, It's good stuff. Yeah, we've been enjoying it ever since.
1: We'll upload a picture.
0: Yeah, we'll <laughs> good idea. All right, so back to pacing. Now, when you get four people on one bed, your pacing and your timing of your play, it's going to be thrown off by the other couple. Now, if you're the type to yeah. go slow Take your time, do the make out stuff, do oral. Uh, That's going to get really annoying if the couple right next to you are doing those vigorous ground and pound movements right away. I know that's right. Like my husband, Arrows. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Dang, baby, that's right.
1: <laughs> oh, oh man, you That's get to true, it. Though. You
0: get to it right away, though. Man. No,
1: I love to do it. It's yeah. not always my fault, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Many times I start doing the makeout and the kissing and all that. And yeah. Two minutes in, the woman's whispering into my ear, "I want you inside me. Mm. I want to feel you inside, <sighs> dude." I'm going to listen to her. Of course, I'm going to follow her commands. Man. <laughs> I'm going to basically give her what she wants. You got to. That's important to me. Yeah. Now, if the other man wants to take his time, he wants to go slow, and mm-hmm. he wants to do the lovemaking thing, and he right. wants to be this supreme lover fine dude yeah i'm gonna do my own thing Mm -hmm. that's his prerogative he wants to take it's
0: my prerogative i can do what i want (laughs) to do
1: okay in that case if he wants to move slow like mr bobby brown yeah that's that's his fucking choice i can
0: live my life do what i want to do i came
1: to fuck dude (laughs) what you bring me for
0: what i come here for
1: that's what i come here for dude
0: I know, that's right. I know that's right, baby. Saloon.
1: <laughs> hanging around with too many of those country people uh, at, the, at the country yes, club. That's right. <laughs> country people at the country club.
0: That's right, baby. <laughs> all right. The thing about pacing is very real, you guys. Now, you've got to recognize all the couples that you will play with in the future, they're going to have their own pacing, their own timing for sex. Everybody's different. Yeah.
1: Just think of all the couples that you've been with already. Right. They all have their own fucking style. Oh, yeah. Rhythm, tempo is all different. Mm-hmm. When they fuck, they do their own thing. If you have kids, you learn how to fuck quietly. Oh, And you yes. come quietly because the kids are right next door or down the hall. <laughs> right. And so when we started in the lifestyle, we learned early on that really everyone has their own vision of what a swap should be. Yes. And their own vision of how a swap should flow. Mm-hmm. But when we were brand new, we would just get one bed. Now, yeah. my wife... She'd get super annoyed with me all the time because we would have just one bed and four adults on just one bed. Yeah. I would start fucking almost right away. All right. And I would start moving the bed all crazy.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. I'd be
1: pumping, dude. I know. I would punch into work and get to work. (laughs) and hell yeah you'd hear the ladies dude right sweetie I
0: would and I you know what I realized that you're just giving them what they want but in the beginning it was super annoying when you would move the bed all crazy and that was actually the topic of many after action talks we had in the beginning I would tell my husband honey I'm glad you had a great time with this woman she's beautiful everything was great Until you started moving the bed around while I was still just making out and getting worked up with the husband.
1: Get all like car sick. Yeah. Seasick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But again, I would hear the ladies tell my husband all the time, I want you to fuck me. Make me yours. Yep. Take me. And if they wanted to start fucking right away, who am I to say, stop, stop, stop. We all have to do oral for 30 minutes. This is the agenda. Don't grab that condom yet. Don't move the fucking bed yet. That's not right. Right. I don't want to be a cock blocker. That's a dick move. So in the beginning, it was annoying that I'd be getting oral for 15 to 30 minutes. And my husband would be fucking this hottie girl, like fucking speedy Gonzalez and shit. What the fuck dude? Oh yeah.
1: Well, I'm Mexican. (laughs) See, if if you're a new listener, I'm a Mexican dude. Yes. <laughs> so naturally, I fuck to the Mexican hat dance rhythm. Dang. hold That's my pelvis. Yeah.
0: And then when I come, dun dun.
1: Boom,
0: <speaking Spanish> <speaking Spanish> Not just one squirt, but. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, bottle. <laughs> several squirts. But oh, shit.
1: Many times, you guys would be on the other side, R&B, mm-hmm. yeah, slow, passionate, looking yeah. into each other's eyes, mm-hmm. caressing the faces, yeah. and like fucking Ralph Tresvant, or yes. <laughs> You're My Tenderoni. That was my
0: shit, yeah. <laughs> who, who sang My Tenderoni? You're my tenderoni. I'd have to look it up.
1: Put them thangs on.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you'd be over there like, oh. yeah. Uh, like that kind of rhythm. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: You guys know. Girl,
1: R&B? yeah, drop it. Bring it.
0: Dang. Yeah. <laughs> now,
1: one couple on one side doing the slow lovemaking, mm-hmm. doing the swap that is very passionate. Yes. And then you have someone doing the jackrabbit bop, 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 on the other side. Right. It's terrible. Yeah. It is horrible. You're not mixing your dynamic as shit at that point.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And
1: whose fucking fault is it that you're on the same bed? Well, who booked the room? Yeah. And why did you only get one? Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't know any better. Maybe that's your choice to have one bad. Maybe you like being uncomfortable. Right. But if you're newbies, your play it's going to end up being a little mechanical. Yeah. Now, you're going to be mechanical when you're new anyway, because you're wondering, fuck, is this okay? Did right. I do oral for 10 minutes, 15? Should do I do Do they like it? Yeah. Is she really liking it? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, he's doing that now? Oh, let me try that. That looks exactly. fun. Yeah. Oh, now they're doing a 69? Hey, let's do a 69. <laughs> right. We were like that super mechanical. Oh, yeah. Now, when you're on one bed, sometimes you have to be mechanical, because that's the only way you can get the bed to move at the similar rhythm.
0: Exactly. Oh, they're on
1: a 69. Well, fuck it. We'll do a 69. Right. Because it's similar. Mm -hmm. No one's going to get annoyed here.
0: Yeah. If you only have one bed, what's going to happen is you'll want to mirror your partners and you'll end up matching the pace of the whole group. It's just going to happen naturally. It's especially tough if you have the other haughty wife telling you, fuck my pussy, fuck it like you stole it. And you look over and you're like, "Uh, well, I have to do what they do. I have to go with the flow of the group. Right. Um, you don't want to push any boundaries. So you want, you know, you just don't want to upset anybody.
1: The hottie is going to get annoyed. Oh yeah. If she wants to get fucked and she's asking me to fuck her. Yes. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, hey, you know. uh,
0: Without further ado, baby. uh, Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Can't do that. Yeah, look, my wife's going to get pissed at me.
0: No, fuck that. You know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I mean, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So people tend to sacrifice their pacing for the sake of the group. Now, in the beginning, when we would get one bed, I didn't want to express myself I didn't want to say things too loud or make pleasure noises or be extra vocal for two reasons. One, because the guy's wife was right there, six inches away from me. And two, well, my husband was right there. And I just, I didn't like an audience. I don't like an audience anyway. And I felt like I couldn't be myself.
1: They might judge. Why did she say that? Is she being too slutty?
0: Right. And then worse, the guys would whisper things to me very softly because they didn't want their wife to hear. So they would hold back. They couldn't enjoy the moment. I would hold back. Now, right. everybody's holding back and compromising a certain part of their experience for the sake of the group. Shit show. It's awful. It's not fun. And when you can't express yourself during a swap, your partner doesn't know that what they're doing feels good to you or that you're enjoying it.
1: Everybody on the bed will end up compromising parts of the experience. Yeah, for and sure. And if you can't express yourself during a swap, mm-hmm. if you can't do it fully, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the maximum effect of something that is the most beautiful thing that you're doing with the love of your life. That's right. Having casual sex with others. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: And you're doing it with full permission. Yeah. (laughs) Why half-ass it if you can't be naughty and say those naughty things, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So to summarize, uh, with my husband and I, the recurring theme of our frustrations in the beginning was that I didn't like that he moved the bed so much while the guy was still going down on me, You know, trying to take it slow, doing the makeout and all that stuff. Now, for the record, I don't need to take it slow. It just happened that we paired up with couples where the guy wanted to take his time. I mean, like explore my body head to toe, right. do the sensual massage, the kiss thing, you know, the squeezing, just play with my body.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. That's great stuff. Man. And I
0: enjoy it. You know, I'm not going to complain. <laughs>
1: right. You're getting your body worshipped.
0: Absolutely.
1: You're sucking your toes and stuff. I feel
0: like a goddess, yeah. you know? Yeah. So at that time, we realized that getting two beds was the best solution. It was just the perfect move for us. All right?
1: Right. Guys can take their time if they want. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. You guys can do your own slow shit. We can go at our pace. Yeah. You can go at your pace. I'll be over there doing the fucking... (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Number three, the wet spot. Sweetie, I'm going to have you take this one.
1: Yeah, this one's good. My favorite. You guys need two beds because... One bed is designated as the play bed and the other is a sleeping bed Mm -hmm. or a hangout bed or a bed where you have your snacks when you're done.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Right. Or you can relax on that bed. (laughs) Yeah. And this is especially important if you have a squirter in the room. Oh, yeah. Many gals won't tell you that they're squirters until you're being squirted on. Right. (laughs) That's when you find out.
0: Oops.
1: (laughs) And they won't tell you until your sheets are wet. I mean, everything's soaked. It's Mm going to soak through the fitted sheet, flat sheet. Mattress.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: And if you only have one bed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're stuck with that Guess
0: bed. what? You're sleeping on a wet spot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, a squirter might tell you in advance, hey, I love to squirt, just so you yeah. know. Yeah, sometimes they do. If I get really turned on, I might. Sometimes I can't help it. Right. <laughs> you might want to put a towel down or two. Mm-hmm. You're going to soak through the towels.
0: Oh, for sure. Now, that's
1: how it goes, man. Every time. Yeah. And you're just going to have it everywhere. So, mm-hmm. And you're going to have to get housekeeping to come over and change the bed Absolutely. completely. Yeah. Maybe even the mattress. Mm-hmm. Some are heavy squirters. Like a
0: lot, guys.
1: Some girls are like, whoosh,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they'll do a little bit. And then some girls are like, whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. That's yeah. a lot. right?" <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we had a listener tell us about some horror stories that they experienced. And I'm just going to say, one of the horror stories, a woman shit the bed. Yeah.
1: She fucking laid two logs. <laughs> In the bed, (laughs) in their Vegas hotel room.
0: Like two dense logs.
1: Two dense logs.
0: Yes. So the couple
1: that (laughs) experienced this- We met them, we were staying at the Bellagio that time, right? and they were a very sexy couple. Mm-hmm. We ended up in our room. We were. Yeah. And we had a great time with them, they were fun. and we were comparing stories afterward, yeah. <laughs> and they told us that we couldn't believe it, and <laughs> apparently it was a couple from Winnipeg, Canada, uh-huh. in their late 50s. Yep. They were good and fit and everything, but I'm sure it's not the first time that it happened to the woman, because the way it was described to us... Mm-hmm. The woman who shit the bed yeah. covered the logs with a towel, yeah, and laid back down next to them and just wanted to keep on going.
0: I know, like it was too natural for her,
1: right? No was, reaction. Oh, that's normal.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, if you only have one bed in that scenario, <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? Do you keep going?
0: What are you gonna do? do, you
1: do? <laughs> She's gonna have to be really hot.
0: <laughs> she I'm, didn't even wipe her ass, dude.
1: I might still do. Continue. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> Let's churn some truffle butter. On no, here. you wouldn't. <laughs> Listen, if oh. they were very dense, they probably came. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a very clean cut. <laughs> her turd cutter just snapped it dude, clean. Dude. at least
0: get her a baby wipe or something. I mean,
1: that's a tough one, man. You have one bad. <sighs> and guys, you have to understand, it's a real thing. What do you call it, sweetie, when people can't hold their shit? They're
0: well, incontinent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's common. Yeah. If you've ever been at a public gym. And that gym happens to have a jacuzzi or a hot tub. Dang. You always must check the basket that traps all this stuff. Because I could tell you right now, oh here in LA, God. when we would go to the gyms, yeah, yeah, yeah. many times there were logs in there. No, I know. And sometimes we wouldn't catch them until later. They were kind of dissolved. Gross, yes. Almost disappearing, wasting away. And we're like, yeah. fuck, we're sitting in this,
0: Shit. in this soup. Shit water. Yeah. <laughs> Gross.
1: But can you imagine one bed? It's not just a wet spot, guys. Right. It's a brown streak.
0: (laughs) Creamy spot. Oh,
1: (laughs) You don't know what they had for lunch, dude. You don't
0: know. Yeah. You don't know how their digestive system works at all.
1: The wet spot. Number three is very important, guys, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, maybe you're just a sweaty bunch Mm -hmm. and everyone's having a great time. Maybe no one squirted. Maybe no one had an accident. Maybe you were just super sweaty, and the other man was pumping hard, so he kept reaching at the pillowcase to wipe his sweat. Yeah. Do you really just want to sleep on that pillowcase and on that bed that just had a bunch of sweaty feet and armpit and bodies? Or
0: cum, you know, maybe a bunch of cum dripped, like the woman's cum, the guy's cum. Yeah, that's right. And like you said, sweaty feet.
1: Everything. Everything, exactly. So if you had that one bed for play, and then you had your other bed that was pristine and clean- You could just go to the other bed and have a great night if you're going to spend the night at the hotel. That's right.
0: Well, you could also actually experience a woman who is either on the tail end of her period or maybe just starting and doesn't know what's coming yet. Mm-hmm. And she starts spotting on the bed. Right. I mean, it's happened to us where my husband's been fucking this chick and the pumps activate. Some of that blood flow.
1: One time I dislodged, she was wearing the cup or something like that. Yeah, she yeah, said yeah. it was the, a thing to seal it up. Right. And they really wanted to meet. Yeah. So she found the device that was supposed to keep the blood up.
0: Right. It came out. Yeah. I don't know
1: what happened, but there was blood everywhere. You
0: dislodged now, that shit. I
1: wasn't freaked out. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just thinking, hey, I'm iron deficient.
0: Dang. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah. let, me,
1: let me see what's up. <laughs> Right. No, I, I didn't get freaked out. There was blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It happened more than once, actually. Yeah. Probably two or three times where there's plenty of blood. And yeah. it was menstrual blood. It wasn't because I was being vigorous or my dick is right. pointy. <laughs> my dick has like a chili pepper. Yeah. Like a little serrano
0: chili. Dang. No. It, <laughs> sweetie, you've had
1: a little spotting from so, time to yeah, time.
0: I've had that too. You know, maybe I'm about to start my period and we're playing and I start spotting. Yeah. I may not notice it until we're done and we get up, yeah. but we gotta change the bed in that and, scenario. And you
1: see where his hands, he's wiping his hands everywhere, pillowcases. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you have one bed, you're fucked.
0: That's right. right. Yeah.
1: Just another reason why two beds is a smart move, guys.
0: Yeah. It's always better to have that option. All right. Number four, and this is the final one, shy peen. Now, this is basically a shy penis or shy pussy. And what it means is that distractions during a swap could just be a turnoff for your sexy couple. You know, there's a lot of data happening. Too much sensory overload can make it so it has a negative effect on your play scenario. In the hypnosis field, we call this having too many message units. It's when your brain becomes overloaded by too much information that it can't process everything, and you end up getting this mind fuck. And so what happens is the guy may not be able to get a hard-on, may lose his erection, and the woman might dry up. Same thing. Yeah, Yeah. She may not get wet like she does or not as wet as she normally would.
1: Yeah. Too much too soon can easily cause limp dick, Yes. You know, dry pussy. Like <laughs> exactly. Is, yeah. Whining.
0: Right. So for example, a couple that's new to the lifestyle, they may already be feeling a little guilty from a religious upbringing and they've got this inner conflict from wanting to be naughty and open their marriage and all the things they've heard about how monogamy is the only way to go you shouldn't commit adultery. You shouldn't lust after someone else's spouse. So for them, swapping partners takes a lot of courage. They're finally ready to get naughty, but they're getting naked with a couple that demands to play all together on the same bed. So shy peen or shy pussy could become an issue.
1: A lot of message units. Oh, yeah. They're already dealing with a bit of insecurity. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck, we're really doing this. Oh, yeah. like, damn it. I'm gonna burn in hell. Oh, right. shit. Oh, what's this? And now you have a needy husband from the other couple, uh-huh. the kind of husband that keeps interrupting the play. A yep. lot of times these guys like to reach over, kiss their wife you know, every two minutes sometimes. I know. They want to come over, suck the pussy a little bit. Yeah. And we'll discuss the needy couple in a different episode. Yes. But if you have a couple that's barely found the courage to swap, yeah. And now they're having to deal with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and also having to deal with interruptions. Yes. That can cause shy pain big time.
0: Oh, yeah. And we've been talking about maybe distractions from a mental, emotional standpoint, but there are guys out there with actual physical, medical reasons for erectile dysfunction or plumbing issues, if you want to call it right. that. And.
1: That makes it worse.
0: Yeah, I know. But those guys will generally perform better with less distractions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think everybody performs better with less distractions. Right. A little separation on two beds has the potential to save the evening. So less distractions, he can perform better. And you got to consider that the male erection is just complicated from a mental standpoint. I mean, I've always said you guys have the harder job, lasting longer coming after the female is holding out to come, just making sure the woman's satisfied. There's a lot of things that need to work correctly at the same time so the guy can achieve and maintain a rock-hard boner. Yeah.
1: Extra space is awesome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's (laughs) also
1: going to help you achieve really the success that you're looking for in a swap. Yep. But also, sweetie, talk about the women because shy pussy, you mentioned earlier, Mm mm-hmm is a real shit. And yep. if the situation is not amazing, yes, if it's less than ideal, if women are distracted during the swap, they may not orgasm.
0: That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's happened to me where I wasn't able to come because I got distracted either because I was physically hot, uncomfortable, or there were extra noises. And I just, I couldn't think and focus on my swap partner which is what I prefer to do.
1: Well, I mentioned it earlier, the guy who's the needy type guy. Yeah. Sometimes there's needy women, but mostly it's needy guys.
0: Right. (laughs) When they
1: keep interrupting the play to go find their own wife and they leave you alone Mm -hmm. and you're like, what the
0: fuck? I know. I'm like, dude, I'm right here. Like, what's the problem? (laughs) So in those situations, a woman can become distracted and her pussy may dry up or she may not be as wet as she usually is. And she might start to think, well, something wrong with my body. What's going on here? And she may not orgasm. She may not come. Doesn't mean she's not enjoying the touch and the sounds and the whole ambiance. It doesn't
1: mean that the play scene was ruined. Yeah. But also when they do their after action report and they're talking, she may at some point say, you know. They weren't fantastic, so I don't think we need to see them again. Right. The guy kept fucking interrupting, or (laughs) the guy wasn't doing his best to please me, Right? or the guy couldn't get it hard. Put yourself in whatever scenario. Correct. Yeah. And you're going to realize that sometimes having a bit of separation with those two beds can create ongoing fuck buddies, because they're all going to have a great time with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some women do have a hard time coming anyway, so if you add those distractions- they're not going to be able to come.
1: That's why I just stopped trying. Okay, <laughs> like, hey, sweetie, you're in charge of your body. Right. Use me. You
0: said that tell, before. Tell me what to do.
1: <laughs> tell me how to move. Use I your know. hand.
0: Yeah, exactly. Get in there. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah.
1: How do you want me? How you're do you want You're in charge it? of your body. What rhythm do you want?
0: Yeah, it? yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. I
1: love watching you. <laughs> come on my dick.
0: Right. Okay, so...
1: I'm just used to you, sweetie. I know when when you sit on top of me and you lean back back. riding me and you start fingering yourself, you're basically saying, dude, you're irrelevant. (laughs) I'm going to make myself come. (laughs) Your dick happens to be inside me, but I'm doing this thing here. That's right. You take charge.
0: And I only lean back and start fingering myself, my clit, when I know I'm ready. I don't sit there and try to force it. I know when my body's ready to come. And I know when I'm not going to come. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm in that situation where I get distracted and I know I'm not going to come, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this shit to be over. And you don't want the woman that you're playing with or any of the women in that scenario anxious to get the evening out of the way, right? right? So don't let the shy peen or the shy pussy become an issue. So that was shy peen. And those were the four learning lessons for you guys. Just remember that the beauty with two beds is you have options. You have a choice. You can all remain on one bed if the other couple needs or wants that, or if you need or want that. I don't want that. No, I don't either. (laughs) I know you don't want that. Spread out, dude. (laughs) Leave me alone.
1: (laughs) Get the fuck away from me. (laughs) All right. Let me focus on the hottie. Do it. Let me spread out.
0: Let me do this thing here. (laughs) Dude,
1: look, I'm not a real big guy, right? Uh Uh-huh. Five, nine, six foot on a good day.
0: No. (laughs) No. you don't just gain three inches
1: after five nine it's six feet right
0: no it's not it's five ten
1: no on a ruler it's no. five nine and six feet after <laughs> no. that
0: it's five ten
1: i'm like 215 right now yeah i need my own
0: space you look good dude
1: i appreciate my space mm-hmm. it's muscle yeah right
0: it's Absolutely. not fat yeah yeah it's yeah. ponchado salute to my boo Ooh. Ooh, salud, <laughs> <way>. <laughs> mm.
1: All right, so we're done with number four, right?
0: Yep, we are. Now, I will say when we meet with a new couple, we usually start as a group, you know, making out close to each other or in a mini orgy. And then when it's time to swap, we get a little distance so we can focus on our swap partner. And it just so happens that the woman that my husband is making out with, We'll pull him to one bed when she's ready to go, which is usually right away. Yep. And then the husband I'm making out with pulls me to the other bed.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's perfect. It's <laughs> just how it is. And even if it's a few feet away on a separate bed, having that extra space is always appreciated. And in our experience, most couples appreciate having that extra space. So when you guys play with a new couple and we do this too, we have to feel out the situation. We're concerned with the comfort level of our play partners. And of course, we screen them and we vet them and we understand what their play style is. But you'll be concerned with the possibility of making your play partners uncomfortable too. So as a newbie, you tend to walk on eggshells. Things can be awkward. You may not be really comfortable flirting or making that move from the conversation to the playtime. And especially because in this lifestyle, you're dating again, but as a couple. So you have four people to consider. So it's just a smart move to have the two beds so you can be as flexible as possible. And we've said this before on the podcast that people who are flexible win. They have the most chances of being successful in life, vanilla life, and in the lifestyle. That's right. And that's the secret to having more success with couples in the lifestyle, is that your flexibility factor has to be amazing. And to describe the flexibility factor, I'll call on my husband to explain it. All right, honey, pull it out.
1: I'll pull it out. ¿Quieres mirar el chile? A
0: mi amor, let me see it. Okay, ahí
1: va. here.
0: not your dick way. <laughs>
1: Hey, this thing's won the award for the largest micro penis in the United States and surrounding territories.
0: Oh, man, so I'm not talking about your champignon. We're doing the leather bound perverted dictionary here. Teach them something. I need you to focus right now.
1: Okay, this is the leather bound perverted dictionary. Yes. Right here. Right. Can you guys hear the pages right here?
0: Mm.
1: But first, tell them why you called my dick the champignon.
0: Well, I call your dick champignon because in Spanish, champignon means mushroom, and your dickhead is shaped like a mushroom.
1: Well, yeah, all dicks are shaped like mushrooms.
0: <laughs> True, You fucking yeah. make
1: it sound like I have a fungus on my no. dick. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> your dick is great. <laughs> it's clean, baby. <laughs> Calmate, wait. <laughs> so here is the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary, and we're talking about the flexibility factor.
1: All right, I'm going to read a passage from it. First, we have to do a cheers.
0: Oh, Salud, Chiquita. Salud, Mireille. Mm. All right.
1: Now I'm ready to read a passage from the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary. Do it. This rare edition book has been studied across nations. Mm. It recently traveled to another galaxy via the underwater stargate at the Gulf of Aden. Yes. My wife activates that stargate with her booty. Mm. Right, sweetie? When you walk,
0: yeah. <laughs> you open up
1: that wormhole, baby. Mm-hmm. Your sensual walk, moving your ass side to side, yeah. swaying that thing, throwing right. that thing everywhere, about a yard in each direction. That's
0: right, baby. <laughs> now,
1: in that far away star cluster, accessed only by the Stargate, mm-hmm. we're currently mm-hmm. living parallel lives, I like to think. Mm-hmm. And there we are on episode 589 of the Priory Society podcast. Dang. Now, let me highlight the entry. For the flexibility factor. Yes. This is a scale of attitudes that go from selfish to flexible. Now imagine a gasoline gauge on your car. Usually says empty and full. Mm-hmm. Now in mine, usually to the left because I got a tank it's of a gas, gas
0: in my new I sing that all I the just time, time when my <laughs> gas tank's low. <laughs>
1: you you sing it every day then. Yeah. <laughs> Your gas tank's low all day,
0: every day. (laughs) You drive a lot, dude. I do. I put miles on it. you
1: You got the hybrid. Yeah. Now imagine that gasoline gauge. It's an extreme. Yes. Now I want you to imagine that on the left, it says selfish and stubborn. Mm -hmm. And on the right, it says flexible and compassionate. Right. How selfish are you in the lifestyle? That's one thing. Right. But more importantly is... How selfish will you appear to your new friends in the lifestyle, to the other sexy couple? Mm -hmm. Now, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, on this episode, because we're talking about the four learning lessons on why you need the two beds. But many of the things that we talked about in one through four have to do with everything that's going to be better when you're more flexible.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Now, if you want to be selfish on the left side of the scale, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be in a situation where you say, well, you know what? Fuck it. We get one bed. We want to be together. We want to be connected. I want to kiss my wife whenever I want. It doesn't matter about anyone else's comfort. Correct. Fuck them. It's about us, it's It's about our experience, it's our life. That's right. Fuck everybody else. Now you'll be perceived as selfish. Right. Now, that very sexy couple that had a great time with you probably won't see you again. Right. Because nobody wants to hang out with a selfish motherfucker. Exactly. So this flexibility factor is important, guys. The more selfish you choose to be, Mm -hmm. the less repeat dates you're going to go on. That's right. With sexy couples. You're going to end up limiting your sexy friends with benefits, your fuck buddies. Yeah. They're not going to want to see you again. Yeah. If you gave them a shitty experience there's really no reason for them to repeat because they can just find someone else who is perhaps more flexible. That's right. Sweetie, what else would you
0: like to add? I just want to mention that most people who are being selfish don't view their attitude as being selfish. So they just think those are their high values, that's what they agreed on, that's how they're gonna stay connected during a swap session, by going back to each other a lot or by not budging on the rules.
1: Right, they basically disguise their actions as their rules. Yeah. Well, sweetie, this is how we play. Yeah. This is our favorite.
0: That's it. Right.
1: (laughs) And for them, it's a dream come true and it's a beautiful time and they're going to have an amazing moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: for the other couple that's being made uncomfortable by it, you appear to be a very selfish couple.
0: Yeah. And now if that's your style of play and you won't budge on your rules at all, that's okay. Just, remember that you'll be known as that needy couple or the selfish couple. And that's not a bad thing. If that's what you need to have less drama in your relationship, or if that's what you need because that's what you want out of the lifestyle, then just realize you have your preferences. They're based on your high values and your rules for the lifestyle. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Just know that if a couple doesn't vibe with your inability to be flexible they're not going to play with you again. So they're going to perceive you as being selfish. There won't be the repeat play sessions. They're not going to turn into friends with benefits. Right. It's going to be that one and done situation.
1: Well, let me also mention for those listening in that feel that having two beds is somehow too forward or whatever. Right. Like they may feel that by having two beds, somehow you want to separate a couple. Yeah. Or somehow you're pushing them beyond their limits. Right. First off, you really don't know how people play. That's right. Okay, so that's not the case. Mm -hmm. It's about confidence and how you approach every situation. Yeah. You may feel that having two beds in your room somehow conveys that you're suggesting separate play, Mm -hmm. but I'm here to remind you that possibly you just... Want everybody to be comfortable. That's it. Maybe the hotel only had rooms with two beds available.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're sold out, it's a busy night. That's right. You don't have a lot of options. Yeah,
1: You can always use that example. If you have a very fearful couple that says, oh, my God, why do you have two beds? That's all they had.
0: Right. (laughs) And then it's fine.
1: Lay your your ass down.
0: (laughs) Over here. Go doggy style. (laughs) Yeah, But if
1: you get that fearful couple, you guys. Like we said before, you can all remain on one bed. Yeah. Okay. It's just nice to have the extra play space. And I can tell you that 99% of the couples that you're with are going to want to separate on those two beds and are going to appreciate you for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that what we've experienced, sweetie?
0: Yeah. Let me just say that most couples are very excited to have that extra bed as a play area. And let me expand on something that I mentioned in the teaser trailer Now, a newbie couple, they don't know what kind of room to reserve for sexy playdates. They live in a house where they sleep together on one bed. When they travel, they go on vacations. They reserve a hotel room with one bed because it might just be the two of them. So that was us in the beginning. I mean, we would reserve hotel rooms with one bed because we didn't know the magic of two beds either. We We hadn't had the experience.
1: We didn't know any better.
0: Yeah, it wasn't until later that we learned how great a two-bedded room was going to be for us because it gave us options.
1: Two beds are made for swingers. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, they're they're made for families.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I choose to think they're made for swingers. (laughs) Right. Also, I want to mention a very important observation that we've made in our three years in the lifestyle. We have met many couples that had their first experience at an adult nude resort. And what kind of rooms can you get at those places? A one-bedded room. Well, my husband will tell you, every couple we've hooked up with that has popped their cherry at Desire Resorts or Hedonism or someplace like that, they always reserve only a one-bedded room at hotels.
1: That's all they know, man.
0: Yeah. So they stick with what's familiar. Exactly.
1: Guys, look, just because you were at the resort and you had a wonderful time in a room with one bed, you met a couple at the Jacuzzi. They came back to your room or you went to theirs. Okay. That's one way to do it. But remember, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing necessarily. You were just happy that someone found you attractive. (laughs) (laughs) The bed situation really meant nothing. It just meant that you could police your spouse a little better because you were right there and it was just great to be all together. (laughs) I also want you guys to realize something from a developer standpoint. Now we develop property. We're in this business. Mm -hmm. It makes sense for us to put a single bed in a little 300 square foot room. Especially if you're marketing to couples, yeah, I can fit more rooms in that footprint, yeah, if I only have to put one bed,
0: exactly. And if you're
1: catering to couples and not families and stuff, then you don't really need the two bedded thing, right? That's right. Now, if I had it my way, I would put a fucking huge California king bed in those, yeah. or something huge like those beds for basketball players.
0: That's right, yeah, right. <laughs> the really large
1: beds that they have, yeah, yeah, real yeah. custom beds. They're not going to do that, dude. They're going to go with the lowest bidder.
0: Mm -hmm. Look, they're there to turn a profit when they build the places they're on a budget, but they're not there to make you comfortable necessarily in terms of a full swap experience. I just want to say that adult resorts are awesome and they play a wonderful role in the lifestyle. I mean, they really help newbies get their start. We've met so many people who had that conversation about opening up their marriage. They went online to do research and they ended up booking a vacation at an adult nude resort. And for many of them, they had their first play experience there. And you can imagine you're in this tropical paradise, you're in a sexy environment, and this becomes the first time that all those fantasies really became a possibility. That's right. And it just intenses the sensual nature of your relationship. Right. And so- what Well, even
1: ha- if they didn't play, really, Yeah. Even if they went and they just let their imagination go wild yeah, and right. they're able to just compare notes and compare fantasies right. in bed as a couple- mm-hmm it's really amazing. Yeah, it's hot. But what we're saying here is that when you go to these resorts, you're stuck with what they give you.
0: Correct, yeah.
1: And if that's all you know, you end up trying to replicate that mm-hmm. when you come back to the States, you go back to Dallas, back to Atlanta or Los Angeles, Las or Vegas. Vegas, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, we need a room like we had over there, or yeah. amazing experience. <laughs> right. And now you're going to fuck up.
0: <laughs> exactly. Until you
1: listen to this episode, <laughs> right. right?
0: Absolutely. And so when you leave the resort... Just remember that you can improve upon your experience there. You don't have to do things with a one-bedded room the same way you experienced it. No, dude,
1: set up a central sanctuary. Yeah. Get two beds. Yeah. <laughs> and everything is going to be better.
0: Absolutely. Also, here's
1: a quick pro tip. Don't let some random Mexican construction guy, resort owner, dictate your play experiences when you come back home. That's right. Okay, Start improving what you do. Start being more flexible and compassionate.
0: Absolutely. So you increase your flexibility factor and you're just going to be more successful in the lifestyle. We came up with a two-bedded strategy after several shit dates that were just uncomfortable. I mean... It was uncomfortable for me, uncomfortable for my husband. Mostly for you. Yeah, mostly for me, right? Um, But when we were new swingers, we didn't know any better. So we would only reserve hotel rooms with one bed. And that was just a terrible choice for us. It just wasn't the best option for us based on our play style and how we evolved as swingers over time.
1: Yeah, at that moment, we did the best we could with the information that we had.
0: That's right. Yeah, And
1: many of you are in the same boat right now. And so... Mm -hmm. We seek to improve your level of play in the lifestyle. Yeah. We get a lot of messages from you guys. You guys hear that we love separate room play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: we get messages by email. You guys hit us up on Instagram and on Twitter. So you tell them the type of messages that we get quite often.
0: Yeah, we get messages from you guys saying things like, hey, we have our first swap date coming up. We're meeting at a hotel. Should we get one king bed or two queens for our play date with the sexy couple? What should we do? Or you'll ask us things like, what if the couple isn't ready for separate bed play? Is it too forward right. by having two beds in there? Are we going to scare them away by having two beds in our room? And so there are a lot of uncertainties about reserving your hotel rooms. And so we know where you guys are coming from. The answer is very simple, you guys. It's always better to have more real estate to plan.
1: I'd seize that opportunity right away, dude. Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> you got two beds?
1: Hey, Without further ado, baby. (laughs)
0: Let's go. (laughs) Vámonos, baby. Right. So, Same Room Play is great. It's hot. You can experience the moment. Observe your partner, your husband, your wife in a sexy situation. I mean, when you have two beds, you have the option to spread out and be more comfortable if you want to. Be more comfortable. (laughs) Yes.
1: 1800s, gas lamps, swinger night at the Prairie Estate. Hey y'all! Hey, uh, c- can a brother get comfortable
0: inside that thing? Dang! In that downstairs thing. Hold <laughs> <on. Hold
1: laughs> on. Let me say that. Okay, okay in the past, eighteen hundreds, <laughs> nighttime, gas lamps, horses, yeah. swinger night, love it at our ranch estate. Dang. Okay, y'all, <laughs> welcome to Swinger Night. <laughs> y'all here for one thing? I know that's right. Let me get my thing into that downstairs thing.
0: Dang. (laughs) Yeah. Mm.
1: Come on, let Daddy get in there. (laughs) Hold on. on. Come here, gorgeous. Put your stank on my hung load.
0: Dang. (laughs) Oh, I love the visual. That's great. Yeah.
1: What else would I say?
0: Mm, Honey, come over here. Let me get under your bustle, under your corset.
1: Baby, I don't care how much you weigh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else would another man say at Swinger Night at the Priory Love Estate?
0: <laughs> how, how about this? Mm-hmm, girl, you taste good. Mm, mm, mm. Girl, your vagina is finger-licking good, like the colonel says. Mm-hmm. Your
1: vagina delectable.
0: Dang. <laughs> yeah. Like a
1: seven-layer roast beef. <laughs> roast beef. <laughs> you, girl, you got a meaty one. Mm, Dang. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fuck it. We got to finish this, dude. Look how fucking late it is, man. I know.
0: All right. All right.
1: (laughs) Nos tenemos que ir, güey. Sí,
0: mi amor. Okay, salud. Salud. Really quick. (laughs) Mm. Guys, just ignore my husband. He's losing it. Just remember, everyone has their own preferences, and we all have different wants and needs as individuals and as a couple. The most important part of the swinging lifestyle is that you always remain flexible so you can adapt to any situation, and that's going to enable you to make the best out of your lifestyle interactions. That being said, always remember the flexibility factor, the scale of two attitudes in the lifestyle, the two extremes. On one end, you can be perceived as being selfish and stubborn, and on the opposite side, you can be perceived as being flexible and compassionate. Right. Yeah. And when you're flexible and compassionate, things are just better.
1: Things are more bad up. Dang! <laughs> Take me back to the Priory Love Start.
0: Okay, we gotta wrap this shit Let me up. Go to
1: the Prairie Love Start.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. So those. Let little- me
1: put my thing inside your thing. <laughs> Throw that ass every hill.
0: Damn every. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: getting sleepy, dude. All right.
0: Oh my I'm god! We're drinking this margarita. I made it good, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and the tequila. Would you
1: like a margarita? <laughs> I start, dev- I start devolving. <laughs> I know.
0: Dude. All right. We got to wrap this up. So we want to remind you guys that you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Priory Society. You can find us on Cassidy. Our username is Latino Sexy Couple. And on SDC, we're Latino SXY Couple. And if you want to send us a message, our email is info at dot com. That's where you can find us and how you can get a hold of us.
1: Good stuff, guys. Look, joining the lifestyle. You start swinging. You start getting naughty and naked with other people. Mm -hmm. This is quite possibly the most important chapter of your lives. You've raised children, perhaps. You've enjoyed years together. You're happy together. Yeah. You're opening up a new area of your life and it's certainly the naughtiest time of your life. Yeah. And this applies to swinging, wife swapping, threesomes, all the casual sex that you're going to have, all the dirty deeds that you're going to (laughs) have. This is no time to experiment with techniques that you think are right. And oh, I'll do it this way. I'll fuck it. And this is the way it's always been done. Oh, I've listened to here. I listened to my other friend. Yeah. The stuff that we share on this podcast, it's not theory. This stuff really works. We've tweaked it over three years. Mm-hmm. These techniques are awesome. Fuck yeah, they Sweetie, are. Oh right?
0: yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, we use these strategies all the time. Whenever we meet with a couple,
1: I use them all day, every day.
0: All day, every day. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Still devolving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck, uh, my husband's getting extra silly. I get delirious, dude. We gotta go. All right. Let me. Let's shut you... this
1: shit down, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Well. Before we go, let me tell you what we have coming up for you guys in the next few episodes. We have an episode where we interview a sexy couple on being Christian swingers.
1: Yeah. We have like three different episodes yeah. that have to do with religion.
0: It's a hot that topic. Are coming up. Soon. Yeah, absolutely. We finally have our episode about the four-way connection on the way. And so many of you guys are looking for that elusive four way connection. Yeah. That's why we call it the real unicorn in the lifestyle. Yeah.
1: There's a way to deal with it. Yeah. I'm going to share it with you guys.
0: Exactly. And this is going to be a fun one. We have an episode on using the air traffic controller strategy to help improve your flirting and your chat game and the lifestyle. Now, this is going to help you seal the deal with your new playmates.
1: Yeah, most people and their chat game is shit. Yeah. We get the messages all the time. (laughs) I know. How are you guys doing? That's the first message. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they lead with. Terrible. How's your day going? I know. That's the first message.
0: Yeah. Hello. What's up? What's going on tonight? They'll send a message like, what are you guys into?
1: Right. So I mean, like it's in my fucking profile, yeah. asshole. <laughs> I know. So you, so you fucking read a little bit.
0: Exactly. Why don't you
1: be an adult and use your reading comprehension?
0: Yeah. Do some homework. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before you approach me. Look,
1: I want my wife to spend time with someone who's worthwhile and some fucking guy who's not trying to improve themselves. That's yeah. all.
0: And this is a fun one. We have an episode on improving your game in the lifestyle so you can get more dates. We're going to teach you the air traffic controller strategy, and that's going to help improve your chat game. So when you are reaching out to couples or singles, you know the right openers, your conversation has momentum, and it's going to help you seal the deal with new playmates. So look forward to those episodes. All right, sexies, it's been an honor spending time with you, giving you some insider knowledge that will help you navigate the lifestyle in the correct fashion. You know, we include learning lessons in every episode we record because we want you to master the fundamentals. Now, my husband says this all the time. The lifestyle is the most important journey you're embarking on. I'd like to add that going on this journey, you're doing it with the most important person in your life, your spouse. Don't you want their experiences to be amazing? Of course you do. Of course they do. Absolutely. Let's talk
1: about the singles for a second. Yeah. We have many, many listeners that are single guys and single chicks. Oh, yeah. You guys have to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Couples, you have to also be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because there are a lot of sexy couples out there mm-hmm. that are competing for attention. Sure. Just look at the postings on swinger dating websites. Oh, yeah. Every week, it's, look at my titties, look at my (laughs) ass, look at my hump, look at my this. Who's going to be here? Who's going to be there? It's all fucking marketing. That's right. And when you look at these images, you wonder, fuck, where are they getting their training from? The (laughs) images suck. Their messaging sucks. Their rendezvous are not crafted well. Right. So we congratulate you guys Mm -hmm. for coming here and getting educated. You're elevating yourselves. You're becoming the best version of yourselves. We've used that phrase many times. Oh yeah. It's very true because people in the lifestyle have choices and you want to stand out. For sure. You want to grab their attention. Yeah. And if you take one thing away from this episode, just remember that you want to be perceived as being more flexible and compassionate in the lifestyle. Exactly. Because you want to be able to get more repeat, Play dates. Yes. Repeat offenders. Right. You want to get regular fuck buddies.
0: Oh, yeah. You definitely want to develop those friends with benefits relationships when you can have a go-to couple or several go-to couples. That's going to keep you grounded in the lifestyle. You might be going through a dry spell and you may not be getting a lot of new messages from your dating websites. So having those go-to couples is going to keep your lifestyle activity right and keep, keep you very you enjoying happy. yeah exactly
1: hey what y'all doing on saturday <laughs> <Yeah>. right?
0: <laughs> or friday Come or tuesday over, pick yeah. up some in
1: and out burger yeah <laughs> animal that. style yeah. extra <laughs> onions fuck it we know each other or
0: bring a burrito you know right yeah
1: <laughs> extra salsa uh-huh. let's fire up that fucking ibs you have <laughs> let's get risky tonight
0: So we've been talking about having two beds for your play dates, but really that was the way to introduce the flexibility factor. And when your flexibility factor is amazing, you're going to get more repeat dates. You're just going to have a better time in the lifestyle.
1: You want to develop fuck buddies. Yeah. That's a big secret in the lifestyle. For sure. It's much better than to keep screening and trying to find new people all the time. So exhausting. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So... a lot of fun today
0: hey we've enjoyed being here with you guys we've had a great time yeah it's great and we will see you on the next episode sexies bye guys bye love enlightenment pleasure The Priory Society Podcast.